Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name's Mopar. I am Commander Cody. We are uh, avoiding invasion here, trying to get our transmission squared away. Uh, we are not in the studio. No, we are not. I'm in Los Angeles once again, uh, trying to keep the Trade Federation away from blocking our communications. Trade routes. I also That's just awesome. didn't, I didn't want to sit in the studio with you today, so I left. Understandable. <laughs> How are we feeling, man? I'm burnt to a crisp. I look like a lobster. A lobster? Or Have you seen that movie? The Lobster? Is that a movie? Yeah, the one where our buddy, our buddy uh, oh, Matt yeah. O'Brien's in. No, I I never ended up seeing that. I need to watch it. Yeah, I think uh, we caught it. I think it was on Netflix or Hulu or one of the two. Um, a really weird movie. Yeah, it looked <laughs> he like had, he had a small part in it, but uh, it had um, some bigger names like yeah. John C. Riley was in it. Yeah, I remember seeing that. See seeing that, um, he and was then in, the, not seeing the move. <laughs> the main guy. What's uh, I can't think of his name. Christian Bale. No, uh, Mark Hamill. Yes. Got it. God, I can't think of his name. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Was the main guy. You know, I almost said that, but then I don't remember the, I don't remember seeing anything about anyone besides Matt and John C. Rowley, so I didn't want to like throw it out there and just be totally wrong, but that popped in my head. I predicted yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one, and the only reason I know about it is because of Matt, and he was, uh, he told us at one point that he was working on that movie, but th- I would highly recommend it if you want to just watch just an off-the-wall weird movie. It's it's super interesting, but yeah. uh, highly recommend it. Well, something it that, uh, yeah, something to do. So how are you feeling um, today? You guys got obliterated yesterday. Is that, is that a true statement? Yeah, we went out last night um, for birthday celebration. Uh, spaghetti warehouse did up and then we walked over to land grant and finished it uh, at brew dog so we were like in the backyard of the the studio nice um but yeah long, a long night but it was fun we uh we ended up playing like uh you know that meme game it was it's basically uh apples to apples or whatever the the oh, game the is where memes. you put down yeah you put down a meme and then you, you everybody throws in a card to yeah that correlates to the meme so Played a little bit of that. Nice. Got a little hammered. Um, so our Uber driver got pulled over <laughs> on really? the way home. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But uh, how was so, that? Like, yeah. What, what did the did the cops say anything to you since you were all like sloshed in the back seat? I mean, no. They just said, "Oh, you guys live right here, and he's the Uber driver." We're like, "Yeah." It's like, all right. Well, take him home. <laughs> what well, so What was the uh, the offense? What did he pull you over for? I think the guy was speeding or something. Uh, so. Do you give him a bad rating for that then? Yeah, Good. absolutely. Good. <laughs> so awesome. uh, we've just kind of been bumming today. Uh, we ended up, or I actually ended up buying um, the whole Hunger Games trilogy. Well, it's not even a trilogy because they have three part one, part two. Right. Um, 
but uh, I, it was down to 20 bucks for all all four movies with the bonus features and everything. And I was like, you know what? Nice. I've, se- I've seen the first one. I kind of remember the second one, but I've never seen the uh, part one, part two. So we power watched it over the past week. And uh, nice. solid, solid movies. I, uh, I actually, re- I really enjoy them. It's... They're set up well. Yeah. Are you familiar? Have you watched through them? I think I'm in the same boat. I've seen the first two, but I haven't seen any of... Uh, well, I haven't seen the last two. I think uh, Mrs. Commander read them when they came out, so we went and saw them in the theaters, and maybe she just read, like, the first one or something and then just kind of, like, got sick of it. But, yeah, I would like to, to finish it up just to see how it plays out. It's pretty intense. I, I just like the uh, alternate government... Like governmental situation. Yeah, it's just a little. It's it's quirky and it's uh, it's cool to see like a rebellion even in that yeah that uh, regard. So super interesting. I liked it. We power watched it. I'm glad I bought it. So, power watched it. I like that term. We're power watching Game what, of Thrones right now. Oh yeah, where are you at on that? Uh, so I wanted to go back and just rewatch season six and seven because those are the ones that I've seen the least before the final season comes out. So. What we did to catch Mrs. Commander up to speed, because she's only watched season one, we just watched, like, a season recap video that was, like, eight to ten minutes long. We just watched that for, like, season two, three, four, and five. And then she just jumped in with me at season six. Those are pretty effective. The only thing that she doesn't really get is, like, exactly how big of a douche Ramsey Bolden actually is. (laughs) She's like, why does everybody hate Ramsey? I was like, you missed the three seasons where he was decapitating people and, like... And raping Sansa. And and having his hounds eat babies. Uh, But but it was was like the recaps were actually. I don't get it. Why do they hate him? (laughs) Right, exactly. I was like, he's just worse than Joffrey. Just remember that. Um, But no, it was good. So we got, uh, I think, two episodes left in season six. And then we got to go through season seven. And then we'll be ready for if we can do it in time. I mean, the gap is closing. We're, what? it's, It's two weeks from today. Was it a week? Yeah, two weeks from today that the, the season drops, and that'll be happening while we're at Celebration. So just trying to get caught up before we travel to Chicago. Now, the end of season... Spoiler alert, but the end of season six is where John gets killed, right? No, the end of season five is where he gets killed, and then the first two episodes oh. is him coming back. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, the end, so the end, last two... episode of season six is the one... That whole big dramatic sequence when uh, Cersei blows up the the chapel or whatever. Yeah, which I that's, love because uh, that's like. Oh, uh, never mind. I'm I'm that's that's just a, such a blur. There's so much that happens. Yeah, like I can go. I can specifically carve out like season one and two, and then from there, like, like there's so much happening in season one already. And then they just keep piling on the characters and the subplots and the different houses. And then we're in Essos and it just keeps getting so, it, it's very hard to keep track of sometimes, but you know, I love it. I love that about it. I hate it. Um, you're not drinking a beer tonight, are you? I am not. I'm sipping on something. No. Um, so I'm at, I'm at Sunset Beer Company, which is on Sunset Boulevard here. And I've been here before. I just didn't know the name of it. So our buddy Weiss took me here the last two times, actually, that I was in L.A. So it has, like, a craft beer store on one half of the place, and it has, like, a bar on the other half of the place. And you can buy some beer and just carry it out, or you can buy some beer and come sit down and uh, crack it open and and chill and have some. So I'm hanging out here, and I'm drinking something from Mick Keller Brewing from San Diego. It's called the California Dream. 
and it's a pilsner with rye yeast, which I thought sounded very interesting. And I've already had one and a half while we were setting up, and it does not disappoint. It's very good. Uh, I will... Oh, man. Oh, there it is. Um, so I, I, I rolled the dice on a six-pack the other day, and it was a Columbus Brewing Company Fool's Gold. I saw that, Which yeah. was a dry, a dry hopped golden ale. And uh, I thought it was one of the best things I've ever had. And then I had another one last night, and I was like, you know, this is still really good, but I don't know if, about the best beer of all time. I so. I liked it. I didn't recognize the name until you uh, posted that picture. So I had it. I was at a bar and I asked like what the Columbus Brewing was because it was rotational. And she said dry hop Belgian or dry hop blonde, but she didn't tell me the name. So I didn't realize what it was, but I've had that before. It's good. Yeah, it's kind of like extra florally earthy. So that's kind of what I'm yeah. on to right now. Yeah, and- I, had a, I had a couple IPAs while I was here. Um, so we've been... We've been chilling basically yesterday and today. We're trying to do more like vacation-y stuff. And then the next three days, I have to do a shit ton of work stuff. Last time we were here, we like didn't do any... I don't do touristy stuff in the first place, but we didn't do any touristy stuff. Like we didn't go to the beach or anything. So we're trying to chill for two days. And I was trying to have some IPAs, but like we were sitting in the sun for like four hours and riding bikes around and sitting at the beach. And it was just like so heavy. I just wanted to come back and have a Pilsner, something like light, Mm -hmm. just very refreshing. Yeah, it's kind of what I've been on outside of last night, which I was just grabbing a bunch of different stuff. And yeah. Land Grant, uh, they have a bunch of experimental stuff uh, on tap right now. So They've been going crazy. I was going through those, and I admittedly did not like most of their experimental stuff that they had. Really? <laughs> I was like, man, yeah, I don't, they had an experimental lager and an experimental pilsner, and both of them, I was like, uh, I mean, I'm not going to pour it out. I'm gonna drink it. So, did you get any of those um, new IPAs that they have? They have a few new ones that it's literally just named with the hop that they used. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I had last uh, last time I was there. I had the Amarillo and the Simcoe, and the Amarillo was really, really good. I didn't have any of those lagers or stuff though. Yeah, it's it seemed like a failed batch, and they're just like, we'll just name it Experimental This, so people <laughs> still buy it. It's like, yeah, all right. They have one that um, just recently came out. They were supposed to have it out for uh, St. Patty's Day, but they missed it by two weeks. And it's a, uh, it's a barrel aged. The fuck is it? It's a stout or a porter, and it's kind of barrel aged. But instead of being barrel aged, it's infused with barrel aged coffee beans. So Stoffs has oh, okay. this like bourbon barrel coffee beans that they have and they infuse the beer with that instead of actually aging it in casks and stuff uh, i haven't tried it yet but it just came out even though it was late and i'm excited to get back and you know have one or two of those before it really warms up in ohio oh yeah but yeah uh by the way this beer that i'm drinking right now is a three out of three shit this water that I just drank is a four out of three. Water is a four out of three, and when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty, it's a 17 out of three. You know, it's, uh, when I used to wake up in the middle of the night, now I don't really wake up and like go drink, get like a glass of water or anything, but growing up I did, and I actually went for milk uh, instead of water God in the middle damn, of the night. you freaking animal. <laughs> I don't. What I don't know that? why. Like, if I woke up in the middle of the night, I would just grab the gallon of milk and <laughs> chug it. What is that impulse? Well, I mean, I know my dad does the same thing, so you know, I guess maybe when I was a kid, I saw him do it, so I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Now and then, it started sounding good. I was like, 
fucking. You know, I, I will say. So yeah, back when I was a kid, I think I used to do that with orange juice. Same thing would happen. Like middle of the night, I would I would get some orange juice. You just I, I just don't want water if I'm going back. Like I don't know if I'm gonna get all the way out of bed and get uh, you know. <laughs> if I'm gonna spend kitchen, all that I, effort, I need some payoff. Yeah, I need a little bit of it. A little <laughs> bit of the juice, baby. Um, so yeah. All right. So we've got. Uh, do you want to try to do guess the scene here? Um, I don't know if I have any way to verify that. I do. Like I have all the movies on my phone. It's just really annoying to like scrub through and find a particular timestamp. All right. Well, we'll hold off on that. You know Jesus. I mean? Sorry, dude. Half-assing it in L.A. over here. Listen. It's like you're on vacation or something. I know. It's like I'm not trying to work. Uh, yeah, no live stream, as we are known to do. So I have a ton of gear, but I only bring it if I'm going to like record for a client or something, and I have to bring my entire kit. If I'm just going and I'm only going to record this one episode, I just have my iPad. So right now, I just have my mic plugged into my iPad, and I'm chilling here, and it's just way easier because I don't have to bring two extra bags worth of shit. So we can't do That's the a live bunch stream. Of it. Yeah. We can't do the guest scene. I'm very sorry, but it is what it is. Man, I was excited. I'll have to remember because I just looked at two numbers, and it was 035, and I was like... Episode zero, baby. Maybe, maybe I, was, I was thinking solo because it ends <laughs> in an O, so 35 minutes in it, but we'll hold that off for uh, next episode. Or we could do episode um, three, five minutes in. I'd rather not. They're in the spaceship, Buzz Droids. Have you noticed the shields are still up? <laughs> um, so a couple things have happened since we uh, were last on. Yeah. Um, we, well, Battlefront 2, the new mode drop, Capital Supremacy. Yes. Uh, we've we've been able to play through a couple times. I was playing with Kerner a little bit. Nice. Um, super buggy still, but it's at least a step in the right direction. Yeah. I have some things um, to say. Are we diving in? Or are you going to list off some other things? Well, okay. So that as well as the, uh, uh, what do they call it? The Battle Royale of Battlefield Five. Right. Where you drop in and it's called Firestorm. Nice. Dear God. Nice. that It's so intense is, yeah. is the word. Out. But I'll, I'll get into more details on that. A um, couple like small movie things that I noticed. Dumbo got a rating. It was bad. Uh, um, people have been talking about this movie called Us, which is by Jordan oh, yeah, Peele. Yeah, yeah. Peel, yeah. Everybody's been uh, raving and ranting about it, and even uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94%. Man, so. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore, bro. That's true, and the audience st- score is a lot lower. It's at 70, but still a solid movie, and everybody's been kind of talking about it. So. Yeah, no, I've heard a lot um, about that. I still haven't seen uh, Get Out. Please don't attack me. I still haven't seen Get Out. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's one that I, I bought on uh, Microsoft Store. Yeah. That was once it got down to like ten bucks, I was like, "Fuck, that's a solid, yeah. scary movie." Yeah, I got to jump into that. Um, and then the only other kind of movie news I see: Shazam's coming out April fifth. We got that's this week. Oh yeah, uh, it has a pre-score of ninety-three percent. Yeah, I saw. I think they what they do like a, a two weeks beforehand. They let a bunch of critics see it and everything. I've I've heard very good things so far. Which is, uh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Because uh, it's, any movie on a new superhero that I'm not familiar with that gets a high rating like that. Yeah. Just makes me more interested in the superhero. Um, Do you think it has more leniency, though? Because it's not, like, when you make a new Batman movie, the pressure's on because everyone knows Batman's story and there's been 47 iterations of it. So, like, you really have to crush it. I feel like with a new one, and that's where, like, maybe 
not to, not to take any, anything away from Iron Man back in 2008, but maybe that's why that did so good. It was that the public didn't really know that character at all, so you were had like a clean slate to start off with. Well, yeah, and there, you don't come in with like bias already. Like right. the, the Iron Man has to be this because of this, and just like no, let's build our own. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big reason why I'm excited is because this is finally a, a, like a new. DC yeah. character that no one knows about. Like right. everybody knows a little bit about Wonder Woman and all the rest of them. Yeah. Um, and even the Flash. A lot of people. I mean, he's fast. Like we get it. <laughs> um, but uh, Shazam is kind of one out there that uh, I'm excited just simply because it's a DC film and it's ra- ranked so high or rated so high already. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'll be um, seeing it for sure. Let's see. Uh, oh, I already we're mentioned gearing up for celebration still. Yeah, we're kind of getting prepared for that. Um, we are yeah, there's 10, we are 11 days away, maybe? 10, 11? Yeah, about two two weeks we'll, we'll be there. Um, Fuck, man, I'm so just excited. Just so, the, I wish they just simplified stuff, that's all. Um, yeah. The whole ticket thing, like trying to buy the tickets, and then it goes to another website to sell the tickets. So there's like Light, and then there's Read Pop, which is a company that like, Manages all that, and then there was a whole nother w- website that I was getting emails to to activate the cards, and then there was another one, yeah, to uh, get into the the drawing or whatever, right? The, the for the stuff, and I was like, why can't you just put it all on one website? It's I don't know. Yeah, there's there's some things to complain about. I would say after the shit show that was Orlando, they are changing a lot of things. My biggest complaint on what we've seen so far with the lottery system and everything is that they just waited so long to announce how it was going to work. I think that's my main beef with the convention is like, you really don't know until three to four weeks ahead of time what's truly going to be happening. And like, we were trying to plan this after party thing and like, we don't know if there's going to be some you know, big screening on Friday night or something that we have to prepare for that everybody wants to go to. It's like they're very restrictive with stuff until very close to the event, which is really annoying. And it, well, it's kind of ridiculous because they make you buy the fucking tickets right. nine, ten months advance, and then nothing's figured out till a month before, and I you're know. like, what the? But I mean, we're we're hyped about it. Uh, it it's kind of becoming reality all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I will say that it, the mere fact that they are implementing like a lottery system to try to get rid of the overnight lines altogether. I think that's great. I think that's a, a big step forward. And now that we know that that's happening, the next celebration that comes along, like 2020 or whatever, everyone's going to know that when they buy their tickets. Like, we know that's already in place. It's just, this is the first time they're doing that, and it's... They announced it, what, two weeks ago? For what, the lottery system? Yeah, the lotteries for the panels and for the exclusive stuff, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't even pay attention. I mean, um, listen, I'm not waiting in line overnight. So if this gives me a chance <laughs> to not do that and still get into a panel, I'm all about it. And I know that there's, you know, people with, like, they're bringing their kids and everything. They have a whole family group. They can't be doing that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We're pretty hyped. Uh, I mean, there's going to be obvious large uh, releases. Yeah. Hopefully we get a, uh, a title for Episode 9. We're going to get some uh, Mandalorian stuff. Uh, even hopefully some Cassian Andor insight or you know anything. Yeah, uh, and that's a mi- and that's we'll, a we'll minimum. S- I think I think well, we're and obviously the uh, tw- the twentieth anniversary of Episode One is going to be huge too. So yeah, um, lot of, just a lot of stuff that they're still kind of 
it almost it feels like up till the hour before that's still going to be little announcements coming out. Oh, this guy actually is coming. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, but we're excited. If you guys uh, are going to be there, come hang with us. Yeah. Friday night at uh, Motor Row Brewing, which is like across the goddamn street of the convention center. So yeah. if you've had a long day and you're running around yelling at uh, Darth Maul and all the cosplayers <laughs> and doing that, and you just want to sit down, chill, and have a beer, maybe talk a little bit of Star Wars, or maybe uh, just talk about uh, some of the news that's been released that day yeah. uh, on Friday, um, come chat with us, yell at us at Motor Row Brewing. Uh, yeah. So Friday if, if, evening, if it'll be right across the street. attacked you and you need to drink about it, you can come hang out with us. And if you don't, if you can't or make if, it on Friday, if you have something else planned, or if you just don't want to go out and, and drink after the uh, after the hall closes, uh, come find us some other time. We'll be there the whole excursion. So you know, if it's after a panel or if it's in between or something like that, let us know. And bonus points if you show up with a uh, strawberry banana smoothie, because that's <laughs> that's what I'm going to be happening. That's the only reason Kerner's going. Like, he doesn't even like Star Wars that much. He's going to get smoothies. <laughs> Convention Wars, Center smoothies Wars, Wars. are his jam. He did say, uh, well, I was talking to him yesterday, we're getting all activated and everything. <laughs> and he's he's like, dude, Chicago deep dish. I've already got it on the schedule, man. It's on my like, list. Yeah. I, I looked yeah, up we the, gotta, the best place to go. It's already on, like, on the list. Yep, yep. So <laughs> I, uh, I I remember uh, a buddy of ours, Fred, and I were there, and we we did the same thing. We had to find a Chicago deep dish place, and yeah. uh, it did not disappoint. It was legit. So Good. Um, all right. Let's get back to the game stuff because there, there's quite a bit to talk about. Uh, I wish we had Elliot from uh, Battlefront Updates with us because kind of some uh, exciting stuff with the with – with the capital supremacy, it's classic take over this this point, and that's how you win. Um, conquest, you're saying? I, conquest mode, but it, it's a it's a conquest like plus one because it's right. got that whole. Once you win the conquest mode, you go up to the according ship yes. and you try to blow the the shit out of it. Now I will say, like the way the mode is set up. Like, from a story perspective, and I know that's not the most important thing in a game, but, like, it just seems strange. It's like, we're going to give you guys conquest mode, and then we're going to tack this extra thing onto it where if you get to a certain progression, you're just going to go up to a, a ship and fight there instead and then come back down. I don't see 100%, like, why the ship part is in there. It's cool, like, mm -hmm. fighting inside the, the Venator class, and uh, I can't remember the Separatist ship, but fighting inside those things is, is dope. I think that's really cool, but it just doesn't really make sense why they chose to tack that on. Yeah, I wish they would like take a step back and kind of do a grand scheme of things where, well, first of all, it's only on one map. It's on a brand new Geonosis map, yeah, which is just troublesome right off the bat. Like it's a cool map and everything, but why release an entire game mode and only have one place to play it? And you can only be either either the droids. Or the clones, right? So you're just you're limiting yourself. I mean, that's that's the name of this game. Every time they, they take a step forward, it's like, but, but, right. but you can't do it this way. You can't do it that way. You can't. Right, but yeah. we're pushing it back by two months. Yeah, yeah. It's just not so. So I did hear I did hear but, something from from Elliot. Uh, thanks for bringing him up. And I think we had him on at the perfect time because like he got me jazzed to play Battlefront again, and then the new update came out like just right after that. So that was cool. But he was saying. The way that their fiscal year runs, it ends in March, so that they are not allowed to 
uh, release info about any upcoming projects until the fiscal year is done, and then they're into April. That's what he oh, was saying. Oh, so tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow, <laughs> so April 1st, so when this episode is coming out, if they are continuing plans for Battlefront 2, which I hope they are, they will be announcing all that stuff April 1st or beyond. So hopefully... I was going to say, is, don't believe it on April 1st, though. That's true. Yeah, they're going to be like, hey, uh, fucking uh, Star Trek characters in the game now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's. I think this game mode is a good step forward. If they were to drop this and then like drop support for the game altogether, that would be very shitty. But if they're going to continue this and keep tweaking it and then add some more maps in there, and obviously we'll want to get uh, the three different eras in there as well, I think it is a good step forward. It's just unfortunate that it's 16 months after release. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's break it down. Uh, all the limitations aside, it's a decent mode. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the classic ones were built on conquest mode, so it, it was just an obvious thing to add. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It. I don't know how to how to explain it. I guess maybe the it's limiting on the map because the Geonosis there's nothing really to hide behind it's just kind of an open map with small hills uh, so I, I'm, I'm okay with it I think it has a, a good uh, variation of open plains and then like a lot of those rock formations and mm -hmm. there's, there's shit set up around the, the conquest points that you can hide behind and take cover on I think it's I think it's a good map uh, it feels a little small for a conquest. That's what I was. I thought the the points were really close to each other, but obviously they don't have like vehicles hard hard tied into the game. So I would also be complaining about if the map if the map was too big and I'd have to run across the goddamn everything. Yeah, that is a problem with the the game. Is like all the and I goddamn I forgot about that until you just said that. The vehicles are they're treated like uh, like bonus characters, bonus playable characters. So, like, instead of doing, using your battle points for a hero, you can use them for a vehicle. Mm -hmm. But that takes away, like, any transport element from the game at all, which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, yep. for, like, five points of Conquest, it feels very closed in. Yeah. Um, I'm happy they did it. I think they had to. Uh, I think if, if they just continue to add maps, I think it would be uh, better. I do agree with you if they just took out the storyline of it and just made it longer where because right now it counts up to like 50 and once you get to 50 you go you board their ship why right. don't you just have it just count up to 200 and and then first one to 200 wins like let's let's simplify this yeah. shit i and i think a lot of uh a lot of star wars gamers would share that uh, opinion if they had instead of making this new capital supremacy game mode if they had literally just given us Conquest with, like, three maps, we would have been way more happy with that. Yep. Yeah. Which is unfortunate there, to say. It's weird because they did such a crappy job on the actual campaign or the story mode of the game, and then they try to force it into the multiplayer. And it's like, what do you... Yeah. Let me just play multiplayer. Yeah. Multiplayer. Multiplayer. So, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, the Anakin is ridiculously overpowered, but they, they said they... They're going to release him like that. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it makes sense. It's also cool that he's on the light side because I feel like the dark side was yeah. overpowered with Grievous. Even Dooku is ridiculous now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it, it is nice to have a, a very strong light side. Uh, uh, the new, um, the two new. Um, what the fuck are they called? You know when you you battle points and you have the 
like the special classes. I don't know mm-hmm. what those things are called. But they have the two new special classes. So with the clones, you have the Arc Trooper, which I, as soon as I get enough points, basically play as the Arc Trooper the whole time. It's fucking badass. Dual pistols, and you have like a um, like a radar scanner, and like a power-up shot. It's, it's really good. I love it. And then they have the... Uh, the BX Assassin Droid, which I haven't played at because we've done like three matches, but we haven't played as uh, the Separatists at all. So I haven't played with that new new droid at all. I have, uh, and it's those things are terrifying. Uh, I'm not good with the special. I, it takes me so long to get good with the the, the heroes or the upgraded units. Um, yeah. But when I'm in battle and I see one of those things come around the corner at me, I'm like, oh fuck, like that thing because yeah. they're so fast and, and deadly. Honestly. Um, and they have this like smoke grenade, so it, it like they get lost in it. and They come running at you, and they have these blades that they can attack you with. Yeah, that it's, fucking it's, knife. Oh, it's terrifying. Um, <laughs> now the other thing I was gonna say is when uh, like Kerner and I were playing, uh, we were playing as the droids, and we were taking over a a, a point. And of course, Obi Wan and Anakin jump all the way up and land in front of us, and we're like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck me! What are you like, gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of it, it's it's finally getting to that point where like, "Oh, I, that's awesome that Obi Wan and Anakin like they are, are first of all in the game together, finally. Second of all, are running around like uh, playing off of each other, yeah. and then third of all, they have that banter back and forth that uh, all the heroes, if you if like Dooku gets near Obi Wan, they start talking shit to each other. Um, so it's <laughs> does, uh, does Battlefront feel in any way like The Last Jedi to you where when the things they do right are so fucking right but then there's so many things that are just like why was this ever considered no, uh, no. because I feel like for the most part to me The Last Jedi was good uh, I feel like for the most yeah. part Battlefront 2 is not good it's too buggy that's true. They're limiting themselves so much, and the stuff that they do give us is like half-assed, and or they're adding a bunch of shit that we don't need. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I don't want to shit on Last Jedi. I don't mean to do that. But where, like, the graphics in Battlefront Two are impeccable. No one yeah. would say otherwise. The the way the heroes talk to each other is great. Uh, a lot of that stuff is very good, but then there's just so many things that are like, it's back and forth. There's no steady ground in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, it's a it's a playable game. I don't want to get yeah. too far into it. Uh, I am happy with the, the new the mo- new mode, uh, yeah. capital supremacy. But it does get old real quick because, man, you play one match and no one blows up the ship at the first the first landing. Yeah, dude, it, it, it'll be a quick hour, hour and a half. I mean, it, it'll there, get. There's no time limit on this game mode, so yeah. you just go from Genosis to the ship and back and forth until you. Until you blow up the uh, blow up the ship. Yeah, I think we, I think you and I were playing that one time, and we landed on the ship. Well, whether it was separatist or clones, we landed on one of their ships. I think three times. So we yeah. had to do the ground battle three times, and three air battles before we. Yeah. So it, it felt like six modes all in one. Um, but it's it's intense. It's fun. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very it's a good, cool. It's a good step forward. Um, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's a very good step forward from what we've had in Battlefront 2. So um, I can say good things about that. And then also with the game mode, the update had a ton of fixes. A lot of bugs here and there. Um, even some heroes and villains, their like, star cards weren't working properly. Those were all fixed. The, they tweaked the lightsaber combat. Like They basically made a whole new system for the lightsaber combat and how the stamina works and everything. So there's a lot of good stuff that came with 
uh, with that last update. But it's still not that great. Um, <laughs> they they do they that's a good that's they do consistently tweak the game. Um, and not I guess for the most part, enough, uh, well, I'm yeah, whatever. Moving on. Uh, I do want to touch on Battlefield 5's Firestorm mode, which is their uh, Battle Royale. Yeah. So this it, is something that I, I haven't played yet, and I'm excited to hear you talk about it, because I completely forgot that they were adding that to the game at all. Um, it's fucking intense. Yeah. It's, I mean, all Battle As Royale games are intense. But. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I guess I just I just Googled it and clicked on one of the first news stories, and the title is Battlefield Five Fire Battlefield Five's Firestorm is a harsh and chaotic take on Battle Royale, and Ooh. it it is it's intense because instead of having like a, a laser, you know how like Fortnite it's like the, the how the map gets smaller it's like it's just a I don't yeah. even know what you call it it's like um, a race to the center yeah yeah but it's a, that physical barrier that gets. It, closes in. It's like just like a blue right. light. This is right. actually a fire ring. You're inside of uh, a ring of fire and it, it starts coming in and it burns oh, stuff shit. down. Dude, it's it's intense and you can hear it. You can hear like a crackling like no matter so where you're at. it's affecting the environment and everything? Yeah, it destroys everything in its path. Oh, so, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, it's it's intense. Um, I just, I, I like the, the playability of it. It's so smooth and you, you can just if you get the right gun and you make the right moves, you, you can last. Instead of having to do like, oh, I, I built... Yeah, you don't have to be a good builder or anything. It's just straight <laughs> straight up play the game, and if you're good at the game, you can win. Yeah. Uh, now, sometimes you'll, you'll land, and you can't find a goddamn gun, and you'll be the first guy taken out. So uh, there is that as well. Um, so how, played it, I think how along the lines of Battle Royale stuff is it? Is it like... The other ones where you land with nothing and you have to scavenge for stuff? Yep, that's exactly it. There's like five planes that come in, they fly over, you jump out, you parachute down. Um, and now I've been playing solo mode, so I haven't been uh, grouped up with anybody. Uh, and it is every man for himself. You don't have anything but a knife. You start out with like a little knife and you pick up everything. Um, that's interesting. I was kind of expecting like Battlefield to like put some, maybe some paratrooper uh, spin on it like you actually like you do have a kit you have a loadout of some sort and like you parachute down to the ground and then you have to all fend for yourself now I will say uh, they do still have you choose your class which I'm not 100% sure what that changes because <laughs> I always just play as assault in Battlefield 5 but they I haven't really tested out the other classes I don't know what it would change like um, Perks, not perks, not not called that, but you know what I mean, like perks and secondary weapons yeah, and tools but and equipment. But I mean, it, you pick up what you pick up. I don't know how it would actually change anything. I don't know. Well, it's, but like the the medic has like the syringe and everything. Yeah, so like you would still have that, right? But then you know, you just don't have any weapons. Well, I guess maybe they just put it in there more for the um, the group mode where you want a, a medic on your team. That way, if someone goes yeah. down, you can have him run around and pick him up and. You can support oh, each other I didn't a lot even more. Think about that, man. Like the aspect of the different classes in Battlefield already, like how they would play into a battle royale. Yeah, it's it's just it's awesome. resupplying people and like rebuilding barriers and stuff. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Now I don't know Damn. if there's a that rebuilding because they they put that in Battlefield Five in the normal multiplayer, but I don't know if you can build in the back uh, the battle royale, the Firestorm. Um, oh, really? 
I don't know. I haven't really tried it. Like, you're not really worried about rebuilding areas. You're I trying guess to that's just true, yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to pick well, shit yeah, up and as run. The fire as the fucking forest fire is taking shit out. I guess you really can't stay in one place for too long. Now I did notice. Uh, I, I parachuted down and I got close to like this bunker thing that I had to slowly open these massive doors and then I could get a tank. But oh, it, there's not. But there's not anything like readily available that you like land and then you can just get it. They're kind of hidden and or it takes a lot. It, I mean, it was like a full minute of me standing there opening this door. Yeah, uh, so you're like so, exposed for a little bit. Yep, and you're just risking it just to get the tank. But um, obviously, that's a cool way to throw those vehicles into the game, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so cool. I mean, the highest I got, I, I I played today and I think I ended up third out of sixty four. Um, I got. I mean, part of it's luck. You know, yeah. I, I was almost run out over by a tank in that one, I think. And he just <laughs> didn't, he didn't notice me. So I just, I ran and I, I survived. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's intense. I would highly recommend if you guys are any Battlefield fans, I would highly recommend Firestorm. It's, uh, it's super fun. Uh, and I am interested to play the group mode because solo, yeah. you just, I mean, you could just get fucked real quick and it's just, it's not fun. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'm excited to jump into that, man. I mean, I, yeah, we, like if you love Battlefield, obviously that makes too much sense for it to be a, a good battle royale mode. Man, you got to jump on the Battlefield Five train already. I was on it for a while at launch, man. There's a there's a lot of games where I. So we had the onslaught that we always have in the holiday season, where there was Black Ops and there was Battlefield and there was. I bought a Switch around that same time. Like, there was just so many games that I got, like, in a very short window, and I've only played, you know, one or two of them. I haven't even uh, purchased, like, Red Dead yet. I haven't played that a single bit. Uh, and I haven't played Black Ops forever. And I played Battlefield Five for two or three weeks, and then just moved on to different stuff, man. Like, I don't, I don't have time to game that much, so I got I to gotta try to stay focused. Right. Especially uh, for multiplayer, though, because it's so fucking hard going back in. Like, you take a break. I noticed that jumping back into Battlefront. Like, I... Kerner always talked shit that I was really good, but then I played with him, and we always lost. <laughs> but jumping back in now, I'm terrible. Like, my officer might be level 65 or whatever the hell, but, like, I'm shit now because I haven't played in, in like, three months, and I have to relearn everything. Well, and the mechanics of the game are, are not the best network. That's where we're also kind of tweaking with mm -hmm. the dead zone and uh, the insensitivities. Um I, I yeah. still have to tweak that stuff. I'm uh, I'm still not that good of a shot. I don't know what it is. Like I'll I do the exact same thing with every game, and I'm usually good with the first person shooter. But that yeah. game, there's the mechanics of it. I'm just, like so sloppy with the with the aiming. I don't know. Yeah, and then you got to wonder if it's you or if it's the game. Right. It, yeah. It's clearly not me. It's clearly not me either. Can't be me. I came in, I came in third on Firestorm today. It can't be me. <laughs> dude, it, it, it got to the point where the, the circle got so small. I was like, dude, there, how is there four people alive? Like, we're all under one tree, but we can't see each other. Like, what the fuck's <laughs> happening? It, it, all it, in different my, rooms of one house. Dude, it, yeah. Yeah, because it, uh, it ended up just kind of in an opening uh, on this yeah. hill. And it got so small, like the size of a house. And I was like, where is everybody? And of course, I, that's when my head got blown off. So it's so intense, though. Oh like, my god! I, the, I never the really, fire. I never really got. Yeah, the fire adds so much to it. You just hear the crackling, and you're like, "Oh, dude, we got to fucking go!" And that yeah. thing, the fire moves quick. I like that, <laughs> dude. It's I terrifying. Like that 
But yeah, like Battlefield in itself is always difficult because I feel like it's a little more realistic than other shooters like Call of Duty and whatnot. Uh, and then there's that other element of the Battle Royale mode where like you have to fend for yourself and you don't know what's about to happen and no one has your back and you just you're stuck in the in the open. That's what always got me about PUBG. Like I was never really good at it, but even what we did play, I always thought it was so thrilling because like you have to listen for footsteps and listen for cars and you have no idea like what's going to come around the corner. I always thought that mm -hmm. was it, it was fresh every single time. It was sweet. And that's the cool thing you you when you when you play these like royales the, the battle royales you make of it what you can like you land you're the same yeah. as everybody else yeah like you have to figure it out whether you jump in a car or whether you pick up a sniper rifle or or you know just hide you know I mean, yeah. there's so many different ways yeah. to do it so <laughs> you know what i just actually thought of like that was a that was a big thing for halo where you drop and you have basically like one weapon and then any other weapon above the assault rifle and battle rifle and pistol, you have to pick up from the map. Yeah. So it's a similar scenario where, like, nobody starts with a rocket launcher. You have to fucking earn it and get it. And you're all kind of starting from basically, like, the level playing field when you jump in. Yeah, that's true. And I've never really thought about that. I was watching uh, some... I've been actually, like, I was never huge on YouTube. Uh, and I've been watching a lot more editorials and stuff on there. And I was watching some... Uh, some guy break down why Modern Warfare 2 is like one of the best shooters of all time. And he was referencing Halo in that. That's just what reminded me of it because I forgot how that system worked so differently from Call of Duty and Battlefield where like you pick your guns, you pick your class, you build it and customize it before you jump in where in, in Halo, you have to get all that shit on the map. Yeah. Well, you, well, it, they were able to get away with maybe. it like that because the even the multiplayer wasn't that big. What was it? What was it? team or like a whole thing would have it what 12 people in it now yeah, now you're running around with 60 maybe? yeah now you're running around with 64 people it'd just be a bum rush to yeah. the biggest gun yeah i haven't played halo in forever i'm just so i'm just recollecting what we used to do but kerner and i were playing a uh, battle battlefront the other day and just getting our asses handed to us and I, and I even mentioned i was like let's go back to halo at least we're good at that <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the cool yeah. thing with the uh, new updated Halos. You can play through story mode uh, online with people. So yeah, co-op it up with uh, Kerner. Yeah, I haven't done co-op in a while. You know, actually what I realized, dude, so we haven't talked about Google Stadia at all. Do you know what that is? Have you heard about that? No. Uh, I don't want to go into it too much, but I just want to talk about co-op for a second. But Google unleashed this uh, new thing called Stadia at the Game Developers Conference. I think it was a month ago about this point. Um, but basically, it's all like cloud-based gaming. So it's like the Netflix of gaming, quote-unquote. Uh, so you can play on any device, and it all streams to your device. So like the graphics and everything is processed like on their servers and then streamed to you. So you can play it on like the shittiest computer ever, but as long as you have like a good internet connection, you can play 4K games. Uh, but anyways, as I was watching that, one of their tech people was breaking down why games have dropped co-op off of their um, off of their features so much recently, and it's because the the system has to basically do double work. It has to process the game for two different players at the same time, and that's why like so many games have not had co-op uh, in recent years. And I was like, "Fuck! I never even thought about that, but that makes so much sense." And co-op is one of my fucking favorite things to do. Yeah, maybe that's something we could do with the podcast because uh, Kerner and I, we've been doing co-op run-throughs uh, Resident Evil. 
Uh, we haven't right. touched it in months, but we we went through uh, five, I think. Yeah, Four I remember you saying that. Uh, but it's just fun, you know. You're able to, you don't have to be in the same goddamn room. I mean, technology is amazing. Co-op's a little different, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would love to do some some co-op shit. I wish they had that on Battlefront. That would have been dope. They don't. Um, I guess we'll see in nine or ten days about Fallen Order if that's going to have any. I know it's a single player game, but I wonder if it's going to have like a co-op element or something like that. I wonder if it's going to have a multiplayer element. Probably not. I think it's going to be single-player story-focused. Hmm. Unlike Battlefront, which was 45-minute campaign-focused. Well, you know what I wanted from KOTOR is an aspect of multiplayer. I don't know how you'd do that, though. Actually, yeah. co-op would be really fucking cool. If, if I could play as my Revan and you could just play as my Karth. Yeah. That'd be really cool. That'd be dope. Yeah. There's a lot of things they could do, man. There's a lot of things they could do. There's a bunch. Uh, let's see. I'm cool. I'm like happy about that Battlefield game mode, though. I'm glad it's uh, a good start. I'm excited to play when I get home. Yeah, it's, I mean, the maps, that's the other game. Uh, so Battlefield and Battlefront, both both maps look so great. Or the, I'm sorry, the graphics and the maps and the, the world building that they do in those games is, is just so spot on. Uh, yeah. and, and the map that you jump in, like half of it's snow-covered. Um, there, there's like a lake involved in it i mean it's it's really cool um so it's that's, that's, yeah it, it, it's extremely immersive and pretty much every building you come across you can go in there's an upstairs there's i mean there's so much so much to yeah. do yeah that's good so that's all good. right uh um, i've Star been Wars. reading the padme book What's if you want to chat about that queen shadow the padme book yeah because I know last episode I said, hey, I, I bought this book. And then I pulled a Mopar. And I was like, I bought it, but I haven't even opened it yet. So, uh, But I've been reading it now. It's, it's interesting so far. I'm um, like seven or eight chapters in, basically. So the, the book is taking place from three and a half-ish years after episode one. And it's at the end of uh, Padme's term as Queen of Naboo. And she's trying to figure out what she's going to do. Um, now that the new queen is being elected. So it like starts off on election day and she's with all the handmaidens and they're waiting for the results to see who gets elected. And then she's trying to figure out what she's going to do once she leaves office. And then Palpatine shows up and they start chatting. And then obviously we get to the point where someone suggests, hey, you should be the senator and represent us in, uh, in the Republic Senate. So um, like I said, seven or eight chapters in. So it's all... Very, uh, very fresh starting off, but they they retcon many, many, many very small things as they go through, like tiny details that you would never think of. Like the reason the Queen of Naboo has so many ridiculous outfits and everything is for protection. Like the giant outfits that she has are made with a uh, a fiber that is bulletproof. And she has a nether outfit under that where if there was ever an issue, she basically can, like, press a button and slip out of that entire giant queen garment and, like, escape. What? Like, there's ridiculous things like that, which they, they, uh, they throw in there, which I thought it was cool. You know, like, the purpose of all the handmaidens and, you know, the role that they play and the code words that they have when, uh, when they're undercover and Padme's, like, acting like a handmaiden and then 
Sabe or whatever it is, is actually acting as the queen. Just really cool stuff. And, you know, with us being huge prequels fans and really kicking things off with episode one, it was cool to see them explain a lot of elements and stuff that we saw on screen in Phantom Menace, but never really knew, like, the, the reasoning for. So it's off to a good start. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Nice. And I haven't read Ahsoka yet, but I think this, I think Queen Shadow is a, another young adult book. Um, but from what I've read so far, you know, it doesn't really seem that way. So it's good. It's off to a good start. Nice. I have not been on the nerd train with that stuff. Uh, I've been wanting to, like, it's, I, I like reading over audiobooks. Because I really don't have a commute anymore, so I, I can't really ingest an audiobook. I like reading. I prefer it. It's just really hard for me to get into books sometimes. Like, I have to force myself to get three or four chapters in before I can really invest, and then I'm hooked and I want to read the whole thing. It's just been... It's tough to get into it sometimes when it doesn't start off with action because, like, books, they really have to set the stage for things. So I've tried a ton of Star Wars books in the past month or two and just never really got hooked on any of them. And this time, obviously, we're flying out here. So I was like, I got a five-hour flight. I'm going to watch Infinity War, which I did. And then I read Queen Shadow the rest of the time. And yeah, I'm into it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. It takes me so much to open the book up. But once I do... <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to talk to myself for the first like week if I want to really get into a book. I, every time I sit down, I'm like... I got, yeah. It's almost like a job. You have to set time aside to do it. You're like, I don't know oh. if it's just me, but like... I don't know. I feel like I want. Uh, I sometimes want the authors to just jump right the fuck in and then explain things as they go instead of setting everything up. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's ways to do that too, and uh, but they want to make it their own. They got to put set up the, the setting. So, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the most recent thing that I read was uh, not nerdy at all. It was a, a Civil War. Um, Kind of a an interesting. It was the his, his historian in me. Uh, it was basically a book written by a little girl who saw the Battle of Gettysburg uh, firsthand. Then she was like fourteen, and it's all of her her story about seeing what what happened. Um, and it it was fucking crazy. Basically, she was like a fourteen year old in in the time, and then right. twenty years later, she wrote this book of what what she remembered, and it was fucking intense. Uh, but real small little book, and it was uh, pretty fucking crazy. Um, but that was the most recent thing that I read. I was, so I, I like that aspect of the history. Uh, kind of, I don't care about battles and dates per se and all that. I'd, I'd like to see how it affected people. So for yeah. her to do that book, it was like, fuck yeah, man. That's I'm into it. Show yeah. me more. Yeah. Yeah, I love history. I'm into it. I, I, I really don't like New York that much. But when I do go, what I love is... Uh, the buildings, the architecture, the history, how the city got started in the first place. Like, I, I really do enjoy those things. Uh, I kind of want to take, this is so nerdy, but I kind of want to take like an architecture class just to see, like, not, not, because I don't want to be an architect, but I'm just curious about how they figured this shit out. Like, I see some of these buildings that were built a couple hundred years ago, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> how did that happen? Who the hell? How- how, are, how is every building in New York just sitting on top of empty air over the subway tunnels? What the fuck is happening? Yeah, that's true. That's funny. Stuff amazes me. But I haven't been uh, overseas ever, 
So I know I sound ridiculous because, you know, in England and whatnot, there's buildings that are 2,000 years old and they're still fucking around. So I do want to go see that shit. But I'm just fascinated with history and architecture in the first place. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i the same way. I, lo- I love that old shit. Oh, yeah. So That's why I like the old Republic so much more than everything else. The architecture of Terrace? Jeez, come on, man. <laughs> See, I, they do what I do like in the Star Wars universe is when they do put in aspects of history, and I think the the Disney era have done that very well. Where like when they're on Jeddah, they're dri- yeah. you're you're driving by like statues of Jedi, and you're like, well, clearly yeah. there's there was an ancient society here at some point, yeah. um, and I, I I think they've done a great job with that, but like. I, you, I didn't really notice it in the prequels as much because they were kind of here and now and investigating right. what's going on right now. But right, um, you know, like I'm just trying to think like Utapau, that was all brand new. Yeah, uh, there was Mustafar. a lot of world in the prequels, and I think feel like in the sequels, like there's some new things which is cool, but it's a lot of callbacks. Yeah, you. Well, I just uh, yeah, you can see that there was a clearly an advancement in culture and technology and all this because they're living in these old raggedy buildings that are whatever but they're using these blasters and laser swords so yeah yeah i do have to give props i mean i feel like i'm beating a dead horse but i'm just i got to bring it up again like the whole issue with disney deleting the uh not deleting but you know what i mean deleting the old canon stuff and they're like bringing it back like a little at a time like they threw in the Old Republic and the Jedi Crusaders and stuff with Snoke's ring. Or, no, not Snoke's ring. Sorry. It was uh, uh, Luke's crystal necklace in Last Jedi. Like, mm-hmm. little things like that give a history to the Star Wars universe, which is cool without having to say, like, oh, yo, Darth Revan's canon. No, they just can hint to it with, like, these little historical artifacts and stuff that show up in the movies. I think it's, I think they've been doing a great job, and I think Nine is going to attack our faces with awesome shit with callbacks oh yeah baby speaking of so uh do you want to talk about the poster the fake one i don't know if it's fake yeah it's fake i don't know if it's fake well the unconfirmed fake one (laughs) well i guess we won't know until the movie comes out but so there's an episode nine poster leak quote unquote uh as well as like a, a character profile of like six or eight of the characters in the movie and that was leaked as well and it started circulating earlier this week um i originally thought it was fake and then somebody mentioned i think it was steve kirk said it doesn't look like the movie poster but it does look like one of those like off posters that they would sell at like target or walmart or something where you mm-hmm. can get in the, in the poster bin so it kind of looks like that and when he said that i was like okay all right that kind of makes sense uh, so, spoiler, if you don't want to hear any potential information about Episode Nine, But some notable things in the poster were C-3PO is carrying Chewie's bowcaster and what's the thing that... Uh, the bandolier, bandolier and race staff. Uh, there's an entirely new look of Stormtrooper armor, First Order Stormtrooper armor that's red, and it has like a slightly different helmet. It has like almost a cross in the middle, so it kind of resembles like clone helmet. Uh, there's Wait, the wait, where do you see that? I'm looking right at the poster. At the very bottom of the posters, they're all in red. Oh, this must have There's like a off. slit in the center of the, of the helmet, I think. So it kind of resembles clone, but not, not exactly. 
Uh, Interesting. Because I are standing next to Kylo. Yeah. Uh, there's a weird ass alien by Finn posing his new outfit. Um. But yeah, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Uh, first and foremost, the way that Kylo's holding his lightsaber is the most badass thing I've ever seen. I fucking love it. It's perfect. He's holding it like Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if those are the Knights of Ren, I'm happy they're included because I that's what I want to see. Uh, C-3PO looks dumb as ever. Uh, like fucking dickhead. Like a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Actually... And I'm looking at it here even closer. There's BB-8 in the background, and it looks like that he's got a l another little smaller ball droid yeah. next to him. I saw that, too. I couldn't really make out what it was. The, the resolution on the poster was very bad. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, like, you can't, it's not crystal clear. You can't see everything. Uh, but you can still see the Falcons in it. Uh, oh, I see a Y-Wing, an A-Wing, and an X-Wing. Yep. Uh, um, you do see some TIE Fighter-idge down in the bottom corner and a, and a Star Destroyer. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree if this is going to be anything even close to official, it'll be like a target print uh, right. for their, their exclusive. Uh, they're all, it is also kind of, it looks like a heavy trooper. Uh, it looks like a woman in a, like a pink shirt, but she's got a full helmet mask cover on her shoulders. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I say it looks like a heavy trooper, because in the the mobile game uh, Galaxy of Heroes, there is a resistance heavy trooper, and they have a full head, like, helmet thing. So that's why I, I it's kind of reminded me of that. Also, there's uh, a black lady standing next to Chewie, which I know uh, in Legends, Han was actually married to a, a black lady. A black baby? Lady. <laughs> <laughs> a black baby. God, you said baby. So maybe that there's some tie-in with that or something. That would be kind of cool. Or maybe she's just uh, part of the resistance or something. Let um, me look this up because I was I was saying all that nonsense from memory. So, but uh, that uh, I keep saying uh, I don't even know what to call it. That's why I'm st stuttering yeah. here. Yeah. The alien species that they do put in it, it looks so cringe bad. Yeah. It like, like Ewok, crumbs, e Ewok movie cringe. It looks really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Raised in a new outfit. It's the same outfit that we saw in that uh, photo of the shooting rap that JJ posted. Kylo's doing his thing. Poe's in that new outfit. Finn has the longer hair. I mean, it's all the stuff that we've seen from, like, official episode 9 footage and photos. So, yeah, it's possible that it's true. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I was looking at a cut uh, cutoff version. Yeah, I see the the red stormtroopers. Yeah, those red that, troopers at the bottom do look pretty badass. They do. I will agree. I wonder if it's a whole new special forces. Is that what you yeah. you were calling it earlier? So, well, I'm, I, I mean, do kind of see. Like, you know, Hux and and Kylo have some animosity, obviously. So I'm wondering, like, if there's red troopers in the first place, like if there's some rebellion or like this different sect of the first order that breaks off and tries to rebel against Kylo or vice versa. I feel like that's definitely possible. And then you know he calls what? the Knights of Ren in for some bullshit. I don't know. You know what these are is because Kylo killed all the Praetorian guards, he needs his own now. So yeah, those are his Praetorians. And he's like, 
fuck eight guards. I'm going for 80 guards. I'm going for all of them. I ain't getting touched. That crazy bitch with the three ponytails, she's coming to kick my ass. I need some protection. I need some. Ready. <laughs> ready for it. Glad Chewie's still there, though. Yeah, yeah. So the thing, when I, when I first saw this, I zoomed in and I was like, C-3PO looks like a fucking dickhead. I already know I, I, I say that, but I'm like, this can't be real. C-3PO is not going to wield a bowcaster and start blasting stormtroopers off... Uh, off a ship or something. That's that's insane. But the more I look at it, the more I'm like, it's got to, hey, it's got to be something. It's hitting all the other points. It's got to be something. Yeah, I mean, it could be something really stupid where someone gets taken or captured, so they give C-3PO all all their shit, and it's just like, meet yeah. us here with our with our gear, and we'll we'll take the shit yeah. over again. Uh, yeah. I am looking at a really weird Tie Fighter on the bottom right. Dude, that's got I like saw a, that, yeah. Like a, it almost looks like a kite as as a wing. <laughs> yeah, it looks like an interceptor, but without those, uh, like those cuts in the center of the wing are filled in. So like both wings are like a complete triangle, like a kite, like you said. Yeah, it's probably some updated version of the interceptor or something. This also doesn't have well, obviously it doesn't have the title of the movie either. It just yeah. says Star Wars. Yeah. We were talking about that. Everybody was like, that would be a terrible idea. But I was like, what if they do just call it Star Wars? Fuck. Because that would be like the final. This is just, this is Star Wars, man. I'm still so perplexed at what the title could possibly be. Yeah, I'm. The door is fucking open for like almost anything. I have a weird feeling that it's going to be one of those things where. They're going to release it, and we're all going to, like, half cringe, and then we'll, like, give it a month and be like, all right, I really fucking get it. Like, Kylo's name. When we heard Kylo Ren for the first time, we're all like, what is Kylo yeah. Ren? And now we're like, fucking <laughs> Kylo Ren, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah, so. Kylo Ren and Phasma were the two names where I was just like, go fuck yourself, Star Wars. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, like, the title is just a way for us to abbreviate the movie. Like, so it's either five or it's ESB. So at the end of the day, you know, it's just going to be an acronym for something. doesn't really matter. doesn't affect the story. Star Wars. Let's see. So I'm, I'm excited, man. We're going to know in nine days. I keep saying nine like I know. I can't do math, so I'm just guessing. Eight nine days. days, we're going to know the, what the title is. Oh, so I, I, there's, I guess I'm on Reddit. I didn't even realize I was looking at it on Reddit. Someone was commenting saying maybe Ren is trying to hand the lightsaber to someone like that. I was like, ooh, all right. All right. Maybe. Knights of Ren. Also, someone asked, where the fuck is R2? Which is a great question. Where's Leia? Interesting. What'd you say? Where's Leia? Leia. I feel like they're not obligated to put every single character on the poster, are they? No. No. I, and I wouldn't expect it, especially, obviously, they're, like, well, even Billy D. Williams is, is scheduled for this, and they didn't put him on this, so. Yeah. Which Although, I'm happy so, about. Right. But I did say, along with uh, the poster, there was a, uh, like, a spread of, like, six different characters with their name and, like, their outfit and profile from the movie, and he was on that one. I don't know if you saw that. No. I've He's been kind of... I mean, I, I won't say anything if you don't want me to. Don't say it. I'm waiting for celebration in nine days. I will. 
Yeah, I guess all the main people. I'm looking at the episode eight poster right now, just for uh, comparison. I, of course, this is the movie poster. I know that, but um, it does seem like everybody's there. Is Snoke on there? No, Snoke is not on there. Yeah, so they don't have to include someone, everybody. Someone commented, "Die, Jedi dogs." What, what did I say? Because he's holding that <laughs> bowcaster. <laughs> That's the best thing 3 has ever said. It's it's up there. So, yeah, so we don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, it's some fun things to talk about and speculate. But, you know, the more I look at it, the more I do think that it is legit. So I'm the opposite. Glimpses. Really? Yeah, I don't. I highly doubt that's legit. It's first of all, it's bad. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It doesn't look like a Star Wars movie poster, but it doesn't, it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like Better I said, it, I it would do. it wouldn't be anything near like the official. It, it'd have to be yeah. one of the with a side one of those, projects. Like, fucking yeah. five dollar Walmart posters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I'd also like to do uh, is just search Star Wars and click news on Google. Yeah. See if there's anything uh, that pops up, and there is a small thing that says Star Wars Nine Theory: Ray and Kylo's Force connection will bring true balance, and it shows the Episode Eight Praetorian. Uh, lightsaber battle where yeah. where Ray is like leaning up against Kylo, you know, where she kicks and he's like kind of bent over. Yeah. And it has the yin yang like imposed on them and it looks exactly like that. Like her That's lightsaber dope. is up, his is down. She's yep. kind of just yep. it, 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 it just kind of fits so well. And I'm really thinking that they're they're going to go there. They're going to bring true balance with this movie and I don't yeah. know what that means or how they're going to do it. But I do feel like they're getting to that point where the dark side isn't all murderous, kill everything. It's a yep. it's a kid, and he's just pissed off. And the light side's not pure either. She went right to the dark side butthole on Octo. So, <laughs> well, first uh, of all, let's talk about Ryan Johnson's filmmaking because the imagery of that, the, like the Im- you you could screenshot that movie at like any minute marker, and unless it's like Canto Bite, there's something epic that's presented on screen for you. And I, I don't, I, have, I can't see the uh, image that you're looking at exactly, but I can just imagine from that scene that the yin and yang is like a hundred percent there. And with your screen sharing, but I have terrible connection. Oh. Uh, no, that's perfect. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah, that's. I mean, exactly. And I, I don't know if he staged it to look like a yin yang, but I'm sure he staged it to look something similar because that's the importance of their two roles. So, yeah, just his imagery and stuff in, in the movie and in his filmmaking. And I sound like a bumbling, rambling fool because I don't know anything about filmmaking, but it's great. It's great. I don't care if you didn't like what he did with Luke. I think there's a lot of stuff in that movie to love. Uh, yeah. Uh, the What is it? It's on Screen Rant. So the article kind of goes into... Um, the connection between Kylo and Ray, and yeah. it says Snow claims he connected Kylo and Ray, but did he? Uh, right. And it goes into kind of discussing the will of the Force. Was Kylo and Ray's connection the will of the Force? Because nothing happens. What's the quote? Let me see here. All is as the Force will. Yes, it. exactly. Cheer it says all Cheer is as the Force it. will. So because if if the Force didn't allow the connection to happen, it wouldn't happen. Right. So. Snoke was just the <sighs> impetus for it to connect. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the spark to burn oh, the first God. order down. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, no. 
<laughs> we went yeah. there. Yeah, this is where, I think I mentioned this last episode, but this is where they left it like they were deliberately making the story, but they also left it open for certain things. Like, they could easily say, like, Snoke didn't connect us. He thought he did, but it was just the Force. Like, they could definitely make that work. Well, and also, like, the whole destiny thing, that's been left to die in the original in the original trilogy. Yeah. It is your destiny. But they could really loop back around where Rey and Kylo, there's a destiny between them, and they're linked. They're hard yeah. linked through the Force, and there is an endpoint or a destiny that they're, they're going to get to. I think that would actually be really cool if they were to call back on something like that. Yeah, for sure. So... Oh, man, there's so much. There's so much. And the reason I'm not mad, just to bring it back to the, the leak, I'm not too mad about this poster leak is because we're going to get hopefully a trailer and the title and some more information in nine or ten days. So, I mean, you know, like, what's the difference? It's not like it's spoiled. Oh, yeah. We shall see. Fucking geeked, bro. Bro. Fucking Star Wars. I, I'm actually impressed that they have been able to keep uh, everything from leaking because there's so much that could be leaked. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Oh, what is this? Yeah. The Empire strips back a Star Wars burlesque show. Yes, dude. So Steve Kirk interviewed them for his podcast for the San Diego Sabres. Go check them out. And he told me about it, and they're actually going to be in L.A. Unfortunately, we will be flying back before they perform. But, uh, yeah, like, so you saw that uh, Weird L burlesque show, whatever the hell it is, but this mm -hmm. is a Star Wars burlesque show. Uh, it looks pretty dope. I think they're actually going to be uh, in Cleveland at some point. Maybe a lot of midriff. A lot of Twi'lek. A lot of, <laughs> lot, lot of Lakus. Uh, but if we're free, we should try to go up to Cleveland and see him there. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I'm, I'm looking at, a, like, a Han Solo and Chewie dance <laughs> sequence right now. Oh, that's that funny. get real weird real quick. Yep, yep. Aren't <laughs> you a little underdressed? Scene from Solo. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That's the stuff that you come across when you search Star Wars and click the news stuff. <laughs> it's a Star Wars burlesque show. I mean, that's nothing uh, worse than what went on at the 501st party at Celebration Orlando. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to stop clicking. Star Wars, 25 ridiculous mistakes in the new movies only true no. fans noticed. Oh, jeez. There's mistakes in all of them. Why would they put the new ones? There's mistakes in all of them. It's very true. So, they're all terrible. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's, it's all bad. 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 All of it. All right. Uh, anything else in your list there, Mopar? Are we going to try to wind this thing down? Yeah, we'll wind it down. It's kind of a quick, quick episode. Uh, it's always more difficult. Well, plus, we, uh, we didn't have a beer review, really, and we didn't do guess the scene, so... I reviewed a beer. I gave it a three out of three. Well, then you can do it again next week, too. I just did. Um, I'm going to have another one as soon as we're done with this call. Uh, so I do want to just plug uh, Motor Row Brewing again uh, Friday for a celebration. If you guys are there and uh, you need to quench your thirst and you want to get a little nerdy with it, head on over to Motor Row Brewing. Uh, it's right across the street and or like a block away from the convention center. So I'm hoping for some really good weather, and I think it's supposed to be pretty nice outside. Dope. Yeah, I guess I think Chicago is a lot like Ohio in that regard where you really just don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It's April 11th or whatever it's going to be, 12th, and, you know, it could be 70 or it could be snowing. 
Yeah, it's very true. And Chicago, so. the windy city, keep in mind, bring your goddamn jackets because it's going to be a blowing. I just that's the one thing I remember. We uh, we went in I think it was late March or early April, so right around this time. Yeah, and it was yeah. fucked. It was like it, it lives up to the name. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I don't remember it being particularly cold, but with the wind chill, it was like goddamn, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, I did I did drink the uh, the California Dream from McKellar Brewing in San Diego. Pilsner with rye yeast. It was delicious. And I, I had tap three. water. Uh, it was a four out of three. Uh, quite. If you get delicious. some uh, some Brito filter water. It's going to be a five out of three. That's actually what I, I lied because we do use uh, one of those filtered ones that you you fill it up and you put it in the microwave. Wait, the other one, refrigerator. <laughs> so uh, in the cupboard, in a bunch of it. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to shut the shit off. Thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Squadron Podcast, episode 100. And we'll be back with you next week with a full episode when we're going to be back in the studio. And then after that, we'll, we'll be live at Celebration. So if you want to catch us, uh, well, I, we'll be doing a, an episode yeah, there. Have- I, mean, I don't know how much live streaming of actually podcasting, but we're going to be uh, yeah. trying to keep you guys up to date for all those yeah. uh, fans that can't actually show up. We're going to try to post as much as possible. So, Hells, yeah. Hell, maybe. So Let's do it, baby. Shit, make sure you follow us on Instagram because you're going to see all that. <laughs> hell, yeah, maybe. So check us out on Instagram, Rogue Squad Pod, because we're going to be posting every single thing that we see at Celebration. And then... Uh, if you want to do it, yes, probably.